Hello and welcome to Sharp China. I'm Andrew Sharp, and you are listening to a free preview of today's episode. So, just generally here, do we have any idea what that steel is being used for, and where some of the infrastructure spending is going? If it's not going to、uh, promoting real estate growth,、uh, well, I mean, there still are infrastructure projects underway, like rail projects,、uh, dams, bridges, roads, etc. I think,、um, but it is not totally clear where it's all going.、Mm-hmm. Um, They're building a lot of ships, but again, it's not clear that they're building enough ships to take up all that steel.、Um, I have not found a good answer for exactly where it's all going. Yeah,、um, there's might maybe some stockpiling underway, either for an, iron ore and or steel. I, I don't know. I mean, I think there's other parts of the economy. There's definitely been some stockpiling, some building up of strategic reserves, but in this case, I'm not sure. Interesting. Yeah. No, it, it's just a, a question that has sort of lingered in my mind the last month or two. Is as the central government spends to promote economic growth, if that money's not going to a bunch of new real estate projects like it once used to,、um, and it's also not going to households, like where does the spending go, and and what does that mean for China's economy and the global economy and everything else? And- well, Australia, Australia is happy, and it makes Australia happy. And you know, at least the Rio Tinto guys bullish on China. I think、mm-hmm. the Rio Tinto chairman was just in Beijing, I think today or yesterday, having meetings. That's right. Well, the the partnership has never been stronger, according to Xi. A couple. I, that's not exactly what he said, but they they're in a better <laughs> place.、Um, as a, as no, it's definitely better than it has been. Yeah, but but better than it has been for several years. Well,、uh, one relationship that has seen Better days. The relationship between the PRC and the Philippines. I'll read from the U.S. State Department here. Outside Scarborough Reef on December 9th, and again near Second Thomas Shoal on December 10th, PRC ships employed water cannons and reckless maneuvers, including forcing a collision, causing damage to Philippine vessels undertaking official supply missions to those locations, and jeopardizing the safety of the Filipino crew. The PRC ships at Scarborough Reef also used acoustic devices, incapacitating the Filipino crew members, and drove away Philippine fishing vessels by impeding the safe operations of Philippine vessels carrying provisions to Filipino service members stationed at Second Thomas Shoal. The PRC interfe- interfered in lawful Philippine maritime operations and in Philippine vessels' exercise of high seas freedom of navigation. Obstructing supply lines to this long-standing outpost and interfering with lawful Philippines maritime operations undermines regional stability. And then I'll also read this note from the Guardian: A Philippine mission to bring Santa Claus to the South China Sea to spread holiday cheer to fisherfolk, troops, and Coast Guard officials was cut short after their convoy was shadowed by several Chinese vessels, which organizers said carried out dangerous maneuvers. The flotilla of forty fishing boats loaded with Christmas donations, Father Christmas figurines, and nativity displays set sail from El Nido in Palawan Province at 1 a.m. local time on Sunday on its way to disputed areas that Beijing claims without legal grounds as its own.、Um, so you included that second story from the Guardian in your cynicism newsletter. And I initially thought it might be like the Onion, like a parody of what's happening in the South China Sea, 
I mean, it reminds me of the Philadelphia fans who threw snowballs at Santa Claus. Um, here's the PRC blocking a Santa Claus, like a Christmas mission in the South. Was this Eagles, Eagles fans? Exactly. Sounds like they would do. Eagles yeah, fans, sorry, they, yeah. they haven't lived it down 40 or 50 <laughs> years later. Um, and here the PLA Navy is giving Eagles fans a run for their money. Um, it's not funny, though. I mean, what do you no. make of the latest developments here? It's been characterized by some as an escalation, what we saw this past weekend. The videos are uh, pretty bracing when you see the way the the PLA Navy is basically encircling these tiny ships. Well, it's, it's, it's the Chinese Coast Guard, but yeah, they look like Navy ships. I mean, they're, they're massive ships compared to the small little Philippine boats. Uh, so it was in two different locations. We talked uh, uh, several times about the Second Thomas Shoal. That's where they, the Philippines had grounded the Navy ship Sierra Madre to basically stake out their territorial claim. They have Marines on there. The ship is rusting away. They have to run regular resupply missions for food and water and other stuff. And then they also, they need things like concrete to actually reinforce the ship. So it doesn't actually just break apart, which Mm -hmm. the the Chinese have allowed, you know, again, it's in, it's in except everyone basically except the Chinese, including this UN arbitral, decision it's philippine territory it's in their i think it's in their eez um the chinese of course claim it's theirs right um and and so they've allowed these resupply missions that didn't involve construction material to to, to sort of strengthen the ship so we saw another uh, confrontation around second thomas shoal we also saw one with the fishermen in the scarborough shoal or scarborough reefs which is an area where um they, the, the, the last big standoff was during the Obama administration where the Chinese came in, they roped off the, the access to the, like to the lagoon where the, you know, it's a very rich, fertile, rich fishing ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the U S and China, they thought they'd worked out a deal. The Chinese were going to pull out and actually the U S sort of backed off and then the Chinese stayed. Um, and, and, you know, since then uh, it's again, the Chinese were, you know, they have their coast guard and then they have their maritime militia, uh, the Navy may be way off in the distance, but it's what's called these gray zone tactics where they use these non-military assets, even though they're coordinated, you know, they're coordinated with the government and probably with the Navy right. um, to do their bidding around things like blocking blocking access with water cannons, with swarming with ships. A, a couple of times now there have been uh, uh, collisions. Um, this acoustic device uh, usage, I think, was new this time over the weekend the attempt to get to the Sierra Madre at Second Thomas Shoal, uh, one of the ships, one of the Philippine boats had as a passenger, the uh, chief of staff of the Philippine armed forces. Oh, wow. Um, and, you know, they also, what the Philippines were doing, which is driving the Chinese crazy over the summer, they really, they basically started filming everything and inviting reporters onto these trips. So this over the weekend, uh, you had at least one reporter from the New York times, uh, all, you know, Philippine reporters. So, so the, the Philippines are winning the information war in the sense of they're showing you know, they're, they're, they're showing these videos, which makes it really clear, like the Chinese are just being these massive bullies where, you know, they're just acting completely lawlessly in someone else's territory. I mean, this, this is the way the Philippines presented it. It's like, look, these are, they have these much bigger ships. They're shooting us with water cannons. They're running into our boats, you know. And these and, are and, and peaceful so it, resupply missions. It's not like this is. Well, but, but from the Chinese perspective, you know, they're, you're illegally encroaching in upon, you know, PRC, PRC territorial waters. And, you know, the, the, the Chinese have gotten increasingly vocal that the, someone in the Philippines had previously promised that they would remove the ship, the Sierra Madre, right? Mm-hmm. And so now, the, because, of course, it's what the Chinese are hoping for on Second Thomas Shoal is that ship breaks apart. And, and we've talked about this. 
And when it breaks apart, then the, the Chinese side can swoop in and declare it's theirs and block any other, you know, any Philippine access. Right. And probably at the same time, rescue the Philippine Marines and then say we're the heroes because we rescued your citizens. Yeah. Um, and so I think, you know, ultimately this is, you know, and then I think it was yesterday, the head of the Philippine Armed Forces or the, the, sec- the defense secretary and the U.S. defense secretary had a call. I mean, this ultimately is, you know, the U.S. and, you know, the U.S. and Philippines have a treaty and every time the U.S. puts out a statement, they they again mention the treaty. The U.S. has obligations if there's an armed attack on the Philippines. Uh, water cannons, acoustic devices ramming, I guess, does not yet qualify as an armed attack. Mm-hmm. But um, this is an increasingly dangerous situation. We, I mean, we've talked about this before. This actually feels like over the weekend was a bit of an escalation from what we've seen previously. And so how this gets uh, – how this improves um, – is not clear. It is interesting. This happened a couple of days before Xi Jinping was going to Vietnam. Right. You know, Vietnam and the PRC have their own ter- territorial disputes in the South China Sea. Uh, happened, I think, last late last week. The um, uh, one of the senior PLA leaders was in Cambodia, and and you know the two navy ships docked at this newly upgraded uh, naval base uh, in Cambodia. Um, that was not what, you know, they said it's mm-hmm. not a naval base, but of course it's a naval base <laughs> for, for the PRC, to, for, the, for the PLA to use. Um, and so, you know, you've got a lot of Chinese activity around in the region. And, you know, as best I can tell, no other countries in ASEAN have stepped up to sort of criticize China or support the Philippines for what's been going on. Even though several of the countries, the Chinese Coast Guard, Maritime Militia are doing um, similar kinds of encroachment in what they say are their territorial waters. All right. And that is the end of the free preview. If you'd like to hear the rest of today's conversation and get access to full episodes of Sharp China each week, you can go to your show notes and subscribe to either Bill's newsletter, Cynicism, or the Stratechery Bundle, which includes several other podcasts from me and daily writing from my friend Ben Thompson. I'm an incredibly biased news consumer, so I think both are indispensable resources. But either way, Bill and I are going to be here every week talking all things China, and we would love to have you on board. So check out your show notes, subscribe, and we will talk to you soon. 